Hot hand. Yeah, I use that shit, bro. Welcome back to uh, At Ease Cast. Um, I am Hesco, and that is uh, James. James. So, as always, you know, we try to bring you the latest and the greatest from uh, the last couple weeks of uh, political and everyday news and stuff like that that's been going on. And um, a lot's been going on the last couple weeks. There's a lot of uh, a lot of moving, a lot of shifting going on in politics. Um, I have uh, consumed so many hours of video on some of these sub subjects, and uh, I'm, 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 I'm freaking burnt out from it, man. Just looking at it, man. It's just and listening to all these nonsense. It'll so, consume you if you let it. It's so we ridiculous. have uh, um, Diane Feinstein passed away. Yep. Um, passed away what yesterday? Yesterday. So a lot of memes on that. <laughs> I'm saying that's how I found out about <laughs> her passing. Was saw a meme about the the Feinstein I mean, zombie new uh, Halloween costume. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure she had people that loved her. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, so, I mean, condolences out to the family and whatever. You know, you never want to see, um, I don't want to see people, you know, um, suffering if I can help it. But, you know, she wasn't the nicest of uh, of people out there. But uh, but she's no longer anybody's problem now. Um, yeah, so, uh, let's see who... Uh, what other freaking non-contributing zero takes over that seat? She's California, right? I think so, yeah. So, I guess it would help if we found out more about her. Other than San Francisco. The, her shenanigans with, her, with the guns and all that other nonsense. She's trying to pull in the last freaking however many years she's been in politics. She was. She was mayor of San Francisco in the late 70s and through the 80s, and and she was a house representative. Right. She had one kid. Hmm. Uh, yep. But um, as far as news, so we got a looming government shutdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just a few minutes ago, I just got an update on it. The uh, House passed a uh, stopgap measure to prevent the shutdown. Hmm. Look it up real quick and give you some more accurate information. Are they uh, they going to send money to Ukraine still? Yeah, of course. They were actually excluded from the shutdown. Uh, <laughs> Imagine that. The Pentagon uh, came back and said, it's like, yeah, whatever else happens, Ukraine is still getting their money. They, they put that out there pretty pretty plainly. <laughs> the government shuts down. The U.S. military is not getting paid. U.S. Go US government employees, direct employees, are not going to get paid. The contractors are still going to get paid, more than likely. Uh, but Ukraine is definitely going to get paid. There are billions and billions of dollars. Apparently, I mean... Mm. Hell, they got to be making about a couple, about ten billion dollars a month on average, off the United States. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's uh. Yeah. 
Threat of government shutdown ends as Congress passes a temporary funding plan and sends it to Biden. That's from Associated Press, and that was like 40 minutes ago. So, and today is the 30th. So, yep. So, for those of you that don't know, um, the assistance to the Ukraine is not it's not limited to just militarily. Uh, military assistance. Uh, it's uh, we are paying for their governmental structure. We're paying for their pensions. We're paying for their salaries. We're mm-hmm. paying for yeah. It's not strictly uh, soldiers. It's not strictly military defense. assets. It's not strictly a defense budget. Yeah. It's, it's government employees, uh, plumbers, electricians, uh, infrastructure workers. Uh, we are their GDP. At right now, yeah, yeah, we are their GDP. We are, yeah, we are directly propping up that entire mm-hmm. country. From top to bottom, I don't think they're making. And the thing is, if we weren't doing that, Ukraine would have lost ages ago. But right, because they have no way to put up a fight without without the ability to make money. Because Russia is cutting off their ports, so they can't ship anything out. They can't ship anything in. They are doing that though. They are getting ships in and out, but that's because of American military assistance. So the United States Navy mm-hmm. has sent ships in there to escort. Um, Cargo ships from from to and from Ukraine. So I'm pretty sure some of their uh, land-based uh, freight imports and exports are still being protected by places like Poland. So yeah, Poland apparently uh, decided to pull back uh, <laughs> recently and uh, focus more on their national defense, mm-hmm. and uh, that created a little bit of friction in relations. But um, there's uh, there's been there's been a lot of a lot of talks on on Ukraine and, and our involvement there and everything that's been going on and it's not it's not pretty. Um, there the the UN is now <laughs> they had hearings the other day um, <clears throat> where they um, they were discussing the Nordstrom pipeline mm-hmm. and its destruction and Joe Biden's. Uh, Basically, uh, <coughs> back when he back when he said that that he would end that pipeline mm-hmm. if the, if Russia crossed that border. Yeah. Uh, so there's a lot of preemptive uh, evidence on video again, just like he always does. He tells it on camera for all of us to find and, and then deny it later. Yeah. And then deny it later that that he ever had anything to do. But. Uh, that's been that's been a thing. I mean, um, I don't know where that's going to end up, but we'll uh, we'll go ahead and keep monitoring the, that situation abroad. But right now, we want to kind of focus on on some of the issues that we got uh, inside the inside our nation because uh, it's uh, even though this stuff is affecting everything, but <clears throat> we'll see. We got a lot of other things going on domestically that are that are putting a cramp in our everyday stuff um so recently the i want to talk about the the supreme court uh ruling the supreme court ruling yeah yeah, well the supreme court um that uh, that that Supreme Court, they they were asked to uh, on a rule, you know. Oh, they're asked to hear a case. Has to yeah. hear a case. So, 
the the attorney generals of about 20 well 20 different states filed a uh, filed a briefing with the US Supreme Court asking them to uh, fix a major loophole that's currently being exploited by homeless encampments all over the United States. Now, if you guys haven't been keeping track, uh, uh, the homeless epidemic has been something that's been plaguing a lot every of major every city. major city in the United States. Uh, homeless encampments everywhere mm have -hmm. uh, been popping up, and uh, times are hard. And then um, these people, uh, a lot of these people, decide to live the way they want to live, and yeah. there's no... There's no incentive. The incentive is, is disappearing to not be homeless. Uh, you're getting government assistances, yep. and you get all these different subsidies and all these different groups that feed you, house you, feed you. Well, I've heard things um, out of California. There have been homeless people that have been interviewed on the sides of the streets. It's like, why would you want to get a house or not be homeless? Because you get about you know about a thousand dollars a month to be homeless. You sit out here in the streets like us. The guy's plainly saying on a video like, I score my dope. I you know, I'll buy food. I, you know, pay for a cell phone that that has. It's a smartphone that gets an internet connection, so I can watch whatever I want to watch. And I'm getting money from the state because I'm homeless. And I think it was either in San Francisco or uh, or L.A. something like that. But um, uh, the biggest cities in the country are the ones that are hardest hit by it. But they also have the the most lenient laws for homelessness. I mean, you got Seattle that's absolutely rampant with homeless uh, homeless encampments and enclaves. So is LA, so is San Francisco, San Diego, New York, Chicago, Miami, Dallas, Austin, Texas isn't immune, Houston. Yeah. I mean, all these huge cities that are just, we have ridiculous enclaves of tents, tent cities, and they're not going anywhere and you can't do anything about it. So. Law enforcement is trying to either move people around or get them out of there completely, and their hands are being tied by it. And it's become an epidemic that um, that politicians are starting to come out now, and like politicians from other states and uh, opposing politicians from the states that it's actually happening in. And uh, a lot of the problem is the uh, state funding for people who are trying to solve the homelessness problem. Mm -hmm. So a lot of state funding is like to the tune of millions and millions of dollars is going to solve the homeless problem. Well, that solving of the homeless problem employs people. It employs political assignees and political uh, appointees. So, I mean, these people are getting jobs based on oh, solving the homeless problem. Well, what incentive is there to solve the homeless problem if you're paying me to think about solving the homeless problem? There's no incentive to solve it. As long as there are homeless people out here and it's a problem, I'm getting a paycheck. Right. So, and it's the same thing when you once you uh, once you put dollars behind behind anything, it uh, has a tendency of uh, getting all freaking get all weird. But um, but here in this particular question is being presented um, <clears throat> specifically in Martin versus the City of Boise, uh, Ninth Circuit, mm. Ninth Circuit Court. They held that cruel and unusual punishment clause prevents cities from enforcing criminal restrictions on public campaign, on public camping, unless the person has access to adequate temporary shelter. In this case, Ninth Circuit extended Martin, 
extended Martin to a Class Y injunction prohibiting the city of Grants Pass in Oregon uh, from enforcing its public camping ordinances even even through civil citations, the decision submitted that a conflict within a conflict with the California Supreme Court and Eleventh Circuit, which have upheld similar ordinances and, and entrenched a broader split on the application of the Eighth Amendment to preferably uh, involuntarily involuntary conduct, the Ninth Circuit nevertheless denied the rehearing and bank to a 14-13 vote. The question presented is, does enforcement of the general applicable laws regulating camping in public in public property con constitute cruel and unusual punishment prohibited by the Eighth Amendment? So basically what what we're running in what they were running into is that um, by actually enforcing that city ordinance you uh, i.e ejecting those uh, homeless people from that public camping uh, site or that area that they're in. Uh, it's actually unwillingly exposing them to cruel and unusual punishment because they're no longer in a safe environment. Now they're more subject to being out in the elements and yada, yada, mm -hmm. yada, and uh, not having the adequate... Uh, shelters in place. Yeah, the very, very basics of that is you're subjecting people to more harsh punishment than what they would normally face if they weren't already homeless. Exactly. So, and that's uh, that's that's what's being asked to uh, close that loophole. Um, my thing is that, and and any competent attorney, I am not a, not a lawyer, not an attorney, but um, anybody that that could present that they could think in the legalese uh, mind. It could possibly present that uh, a lot of these situations are uh, are independent of each other. They're not mutually exclusive as a as a mass class action. Um, a lot of these uh, homeless situations are are matters of choice, not. Uh, mitigating circumstances. Yeah. It's not a, a series of unfortunate events yeah. that led somebody. Uh, that's been to, said by a lot of people recently. Yeah. It's like the homeless people that you used to see back in like the uh, the like the fifties through the eighties. It, it was a lot of it was people just down on their luck. They just can't find a job. Right. They can't, they're skilled people. Right. They just can't pick up work. And now they're out of a home. They're out of everything. They got to mm -hmm. live on the streets. Nowadays, it's not really like that. Most of the people that you see homeless, and speaking as a law enforcement officer, yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. Most of the people that you see that are homeless are homeless by choice. Mm -hmm. They they don't like being in a confined space. They don't like uh, being around people. Period. They they don't they don't want to be in a home. Either they're addicted to drugs or they have ser serious mental health issues. Mm -hmm. They don't get them treated. They don't take their meds. They want to be outside. They, they do what they do. And it's not an easy thing to try to control because it's a free person. Like, they're, they're allowed to do what they like. However, there are other things to consider, like society in general or, the you know, the town or the safety of the people that are in the town or use the services or use the... Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, the stores and the shops and stuff like that. And you got homeless people just sitting right outside. In the case of LA or San Francisco, it's extremely bad where you got like drug paraphernalia everywhere or human feces or any kind of, you know, human mm -hmm. waste or human made waste that, that's everywhere. You know, it's <clears> just a filthy area. Uh, around here, not so bad because the homeless population really isn't that bad. But in situations with these homeless folks that are, um, mental health patients or addicted 
<laughs> the things that, and I, I've, I've never been on mental health medications or anything like mm-hmm. that, but from what I've heard from the people who are on these medications, the medications make them feel a lot worse or they make them feel like their their head is drowning or something like that. It's, well, it's a... It, it's so that's a, why they don't take it. Well, it's a process, and that's the thing. Like, a lot of people are, because their their mental condition um, kind of it gets in the way of uh, of good treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you got somebody on some kind of meds, um, and I'm speaking from... From my expertise as a former mental health officer, um, so for you guys that don't understand, well, I was part of a division that dealt specifically with uh, people that were uh, that, that had mental health issues, and we try to decriminalize the 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 actions of a person yeah. that was insane. So, yep, he really um, did. I think that. So it's uh, it was it's a tough job. But it's it was uh, it was one of, one of the more rewarding ones that I've done in law enforcement because you actually get to um, instead of taking this pay person to jail because he's naked uh, and going around doing helicopter dick, mm-hmm. now you're you're getting him to a treatment facility where he can actually get some mental health counseling and medication and and now he now he'll put his clothes back on you know so right. he's not so he doesn't end up in jail because of the actions so certain actions you know actually have and it's and it goes in line with the with the code of criminal procedure is an affirmative right. defense to prosecution uh which uh, you know would be the, the mental insanity part mm-hmm. of it all so these people wouldn't necessarily face uh legal consequences but it would bog down the system with unnecessarily right. unnecessary cases that would be end up dismissed because of uh insanity so the the you know Texas uh, a lot of Texas agencies police agencies law enforcement agencies sheriff's offices uh, started these mental health divisions to mm-hmm. decriminalize uh, insane and there activity. are some agencies so, that now require all of their officers require, that's right so in the state of Texas all all police all licensed peace officers uh, <laughs> as of uh, August of 2021 and then of course you know COVID kind of pushed that timeline a little further down uh, are required to have at least 40 hours of mental health training. Uh, that is not necessarily as effective as uh, being a guy assigned to a mental health division, uh, which is that's their job nine to five. But it still gives an awareness to that patrolman when he's dealing with people that hey, this may not be what it what I, what it looks like it is. This person may be under some different uh, mitigating circumstances. Right. But um, so what's uh, what's happening here with this kind of stuff is. Uh, these people get on these medications and it's a process and it's a process of elimination um i've, I've had you know I've, I've gone through it myself in the past and you know, like you take a certain medication and some of the people that are watching watching this show will be able to attest and verify what i'm saying because they they're all other veterans a lot of guys have been through this stuff too it's a carousel i mean you you get your your pill bottles and you get your dosage based on your conversations with uh your psychiatrist or you know and uh you take that first dosage and it may uh may impact you in a different way you may may feel down or may feel tired or sleepy or like your mind is in a fog but you're no longer hearing voices but now you can't function now that you have the freedom from the 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 the, the psychosis or whatever was ailing you yeah. you have this other side effect that that uh, they may 
yeah. stop you from doing from enjoying everyday life. Uh, so, and that's things that that have to be followed up. Mostly has to come from you. Like in my case, for instance, I took a medication that made me extremely sleepy. Um, it controlled nightmares and it controlled that it did everything that was advertised. But for me specifically, it made me extremely sleepy. Um, and I, I, I got, I got kids. I can't just be asleep all day, you know. So, uh, so we adjusted medication and talked to the doctor. It's like, hey, this medication did this, as opposed to this. And I was like, oh, lower the dosage. All right, lower the dosage. All right, it's still doing it. All right, well, let's try this other stuff. And you start trying and and trial and error. Until you find a happy medium where you can actually take care of the symptoms and live the life as best as you can. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these people fail to realize also that mental conditions uh, are there to stay. Yeah. You have, uh, when you have a chemical imbalance in your brain, i.e. when you have uh, schizophrenia, when you have dementia, when you have, which uh, we don't deal with dementia as much because that's a, that's a different can of worms but when you have uh, some of these other conditions that uh, make you hear or see things that others don't seem to hear um, that's there to stay that's not going anywhere so a lot of people what happen too is they get that right medication and they'll continue to take their regimen medication until that day they forget if they don't experience any symptoms and they go like huh I think I'm I think I'm better now and then the next day goes by, and they don't feel that bad. And a week goes by, and they don't feel that bad. A month goes by, and they don't feel that bad. And then they forget they just don't take it no more. And when the psychosis or whatever condition comes back, because it comes back gradually, once it comes back, and that medication's out of your system, because a lot of it has to build up, um, you're right back where you started, back at square one. Um, so it's a, it's a revolving to carousel and it's just a constant thing so a lot of these people um, and I've dealt with uh, I'd say 100% of all of the homeless people I have dealt with personally have had some serious mental condition mm -hmm. 100% of them there's not been one that you could say ah, he's alright cat he just wants to live under that bridge now they, they all have something you know, they may have the freedom of choice, but they all have something. So this um, this bill is trying to uh, support the the wishes of the state because, um, in a on the other side of the coin, people that are not suffering from homelessness and every day in some of these mental conditions and whatever, and they're not out there living in a tent. They want to live there there every day, and. I pose the question to you as a viewer. Um, if you want to go get a soda from somewhere, are you going to go to the door that has, to the store that has five tents parked in front of it? Or are you going to go to the one that doesn't have anybody parked in front right. of it? So it, it creates some, some economical things where some places have resorted to extreme mm -hmm. um, extreme uh, things to get rid of the homeless people. I know of a couple of 7-Eleven stores in the West Coast that had opted to play classical music at exceedingly high levels. Yeah, of, I've heard about that. Uh, yeah. Exceedingly high decibels and, and uh, blare classical music uh, to the point where it's unbearable to stay in front of that store for any significant period of time because 
it, it gets annoying, you know. So there's a lot of places that had to resort to stuff like that because they're not going to beat these people. They're and the cops gonna, can't do anything about it. The cops can't do anything about it. So it's up to the proprietor to determine his own way of attacking this issue, which is, uh, and for the homeless, it's a honeypot for them because they got a lot of people coming in. Mm-hmm. So they can either get cash or food bought from them, you know, yep. for them from the the, the clients mm-hmm. that are coming in and out of these stores. So eventually, people get tired of of getting having to go through the toll booth of homeless, right. yeah, to get a damn uh, get a, get a, get a hot dog or a honey <laughs> bun. You know, you go in there to get a get a you know get a coke and a hot dog, yeah. and next thing you know, you know, instead of paying freaking the six dollars that it costs you now you you know you 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 gotta tell people no and you know no i don't have cash and whatever it's uh it's created conflicts created conflicts in all places so that's that's what this thing is trying to stop and 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 uh it's surprising that some of those jurisdictions are from from these blue states you know and it's um but even in saying that, the red states are not immune. I mean, it's happening in every major city. So mm-hmm. any capital city of any state, there's a, there's a pretty decent homeless population, and they're all dealing with it in their own ways. Uh, if you look at Austin, Texas, that was dealt with a bit differently than, say, L.A. or Sacramento. So, I mean, like, uh, Governor Abbott, you know, decreed, like, there are no tents allowed inside the city limits of Austin. Now, that was hit with conjunction uh, with the Austin Police Department and the police chief and the uh, Austin uh, yeah, but this city is council. but this is common to a city near you, right? right. Because there's these ambulance chasing lawyers. Because mm-hmm. you know Frank that's got schizophrenia living in a tent next to next to the the fountain in front of your office park. He don't have a lawyer or retainer to Not file this this yeah. legal paperwork. He don't have it. Yeah. He don't have the means to type this and print it. Let alone with the legal ease that's yeah. involved in it. So. These are these are guys that are these are people that are being preyed on by lawyers that are ambulance chasing situations like this, and I'd say that assessment is a little bit unfair. Well, about ambulance chasing lawyers. Now these guys, something like that, um, where it deals with the civil rights issue, that could be a, a major like precedent setting case that goes to the Supreme Court. A lawyer that starts a case anywhere in any jurisdiction and gets that case all the way to the Supreme Court and wins, that is prestige for the rest of their career. They could charge a premium for any service they do. And a lot of the services that they're going to do is reviewing Supreme Court cases. So when another lawyer comes up and like they got a case that they want to get get heard by the Supreme Court, that guy can charge like 150 k to look at their case and go through it and it's like this is because he's already won a case at the supreme court Mm -hmm. so it's worth a lot of money it's worth a lot of prestige and that prestige is name recognition for a lawyer that's everything yeah it's uh (laughs) so i mean ambulance chaser maybe but i mean he's he's shooting for a lot of clout is what he's doing a lot he might have started as an ambulance chaser, but now he's got ambitions, and he's got a case that that might get heard by the Supreme Court. Because that writ of certiorari, if it, if it comes down that they that the Supreme Court wants to hear it, because that's a whole other thing in and of itself, just getting the Supreme Court to hear the case. Mm-hmm. Like the Supreme Court chooses exactly how many cases it hears during its session, what cases they are, and everything about it. Th- those justices have every say in what comes into that court. Mm. 
It's like they can pick a case straight out of whatever court, whatever lower court it goes into. They don't have to pick a case from like a uh, um, a circuit court or anything like that. They can they can have a case that they saw, and it's like we need to we need to make a decision on that because that's going to affect the entire country. Mm-hmm. And they can just pluck it out of the court system and hear it the I'd next day. S- I'd say this this is one of those cases. <clears throat> if it were, they'd have already done it. I mean, this, is is there, just, this just started. Right. Is there any like? Uh, is there any press release or anything from the Supreme Court saying anything about that case? I'm not. I'm not reading the press yeah. release. I, I got. Uh, that's the appeal. So I think I don't know if the Supreme Court session yeah, is already news, over. News briefing. There's a newsroom brief on it. Let's see. City of Grant Pass. And. Uh, Mm-hmm. Interest of Amicus Curie. Uh, yeah, there's a press release right here from Gavin Newsom. Okay, it's the governor of California. Mm-hmm. So Gavin Newsom is the governor of California, a former lieutenant governor of California, and the former mayor of San Francisco. In these roles, he has witnessed the fir- firsthand the challenges of homelessness crisis. As a mayor of San Francisco, he partnered with local organizations to help thousands of people um, transition from the streets to supportive housing. And the governor has allocated more than $15 billion towards housing homelessness. $15 billion. As root causes and has launched programs to reward local local governments to reduce the barriers to affordable housing while holding accountable those cities and counties that refuse to do their fair share to address the affordable housing crisis. In connection with these efforts, the governor has also addressed the encampments, which has fostered dangerous and unhealthy conditions for those living in them and for communities around them. Encampment resolutions are a vital tool for helping move people off the streets to connect them with resources and promote safety, health, and usable public spaces. The governor believes strongly that helping people experience homelessness requires meeting them where they are and treating them with dignity and crisis will never be solved without blah 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 blah. The crisis will never be solved is the key takeaway there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same guy that put sand in skate parks during COVID lockdown. So, yeah. I, I mean, take that for, for a grain of salt. He's like, oh, I don't want, you know, we're no fun. No fun. You know, so, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I don't, I don't know when the Supreme Court session is, like when they actually sit and hear cases, because it's from a certain point to a certain point during the year. The same thing as um, the House of Representatives, or Congress in general. <laughs> they only sit for a certain amount of time, so well, I just don't know when it is. But, I mean, yeah, the Supreme Court has the power to just pluck a case out of the court system. Yeah, um, well. Or the lawyers that are involved in the case from one side or the other, or both sides, could petition for a writ of certiorari to have the court hear the case. Yeah. The thing is, the Supreme Court ruling is usually usually gets codified in local laws. We saw what happened with Roe v. Wade, and when they said like the the U.S. government, the federal government has no right to make a decision on that. This needs to be made by the state governments. Everybody, you know, threw their hands up. It's like, oh my God, they're taking away rights. No, actually, they're giving rights back. They're giving the right back to the state that never should have left the state's hands. 
I mean, the, the Constitution clearly outlines what the federal government, and the people need to understand what the Constitution is actually for. It is to limit the federal government's power over the states and the people. Mm-hmm. It says it in the document. Whatever rights are not outlined here are reserved to the states and the people. So if it doesn't say the government can do it here, they can't do it. Mm-hmm. So if anything else comes up, the state has to make a decision on it. An individual state. Nah, but that segues into what what uh, what other topic we got over there. Because I mean, you could do whatever, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michigan you, and there, in New Mexico. You can do whatever so, you want. Right? Before I go into that, though, I want to go a little bit back to the um, to the the spending, the uh, the shutdown. Mm-hmm. So I just found this. I didn't know about this uh, a few minutes ago when we were talking about it. Um, so Congress put put together a stopgap bill. It was just mm-hmm. like just to prevent the shutdown from happening, right? right? Representative Jamal Bowman, Democrat from New York, pulled the fire alarm right before the House was supposed to vote on that bill. I'm sorry, is that a euphemism? No, he pulled the fucking fire no, alarm. He like child mm-hmm. pulled the fire alarm. Isn't that a federal crime? <laughs> One, yes. Two, um, it's also another crime, interfering with the public Interfer- proceeding. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. That's well, what pull the fire alarm is a crime. Yeah, you pull the fire alarm is a crime, but <laughs> interference with the public inter- proceeding, which is the same kind same of thing that the January six people. people have now been convicted of and sentenced to like twenty years in fucking prison. Hmm. I wonder, what's this scumbag's name? Jamal Bowman. J A M A A L Bowman. Is he black? Yes. Oh, he won't see jail. <laughs> not a chance. No, I just not looked him up too. Yeah. yeah he is 47 ch- years old, Democrat yeah. in New York, 16th district since 2021. Oh, he's a freshman. Yeah. He hasn't been elected twice. He just got elected once. A child. Yeah, he hasn't been up for re-election yet. Uh, yeah, 16th district, blah, blah, blah. So Bronx, Westchester County, Mount Vernon, New Rochelle. He pulled the alarm. And huh? Yonkers. Yeah, he pulled a fire alarm right before they were supposed to vote. Wow. That's two federal crimes. So I wonder how many times he's done that in the past. Who knows? He probably did that in his local high school. Anyway, I felt like I had to mention that just because I just, I just saw that little bit of news that somebody pulled a fire alarm. A congressman pulled a fire alarm in Congress right before a vote, which is, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, this is where <laughs> we are in our timeline, ladies and gentlemen. It's a... It's a it, it's down to this. Like, there is no public discourse. There is no voting to be had. There is no, with these Redress animals, of grievances. Redress grievances. There is, we're, uh, this, this is serious. Yeah. This is serious. I mean, people have been talking for years about people shredding the Constitution. So you've seen it more and more on its face every day, which leads me back into... Michigan and New Mexico. So, New Mexico Governor uh, Michelle Lujan, 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 I don't know, Grisham. Um, no idea what that middle name is even doing there. Michelle Grisham, Governor of New Mexico. Gets on tight. Couple, right. Couple, thank you. Uh, a couple months ago, she, uh, she she passed like an executive order in in New Mexico saying oh, like there, there are no, uh, you cannot carry a firearm in Albuquerque. Oh, of course that, not. Yeah, that's that's not. what she did. Yeah. You, you cannot... It's just right here, look it up. Just look up New Mexico governor. 
emergency public health order suspending the right to carry firearms in public in and around Albuquerque. That's what she done. It has already been deemed unconstitutional that she did that. Here's the thing, though. She, she used her powers to declare a public health emergency mm-hmm. to restrict people's ability to carry firearms in a particular city. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the argument has been made and it's been beaten to death over and over and over again. The only people that abide by gun laws or any of these gun uh, edicts, uh, emergency orders, what uh, public health orders, are clearly the bad guys. Yeah, clearly <laughs> the criminals that carry guns, carry stolen guns, and you know, uh, serial number scraped guns. On a regular basis, the only people that abide by any of this stuff are law-abiding citizens, people that actually want to obey the law and think that that is the right thing to do. People who don't aren't going to obey those laws. What are you doing? So the only thing that a gun law or an edict or an emergency order like this does is prevent decent people, law-abiding citizens, from defending themselves against a deadly threat. Uh That's the only thing it does. That's the only thing it ever has achieved. That's the only thing it ever will achieve. It prevents decent people from being able to defend themselves against a deadly threat. Look at Chicago, for an example. Look at New York, for example. L.A., Dallas, Austin, Houston. I won't leave Texas out of this because Texas has a problem, too. Any major city. If you have serious gun laws, and there really aren't that many gun laws in Texas, those cities can't do that. They haven't tried yet. Anyway, (laughs) but... In any place where there are serious, restrictive gun laws, you get serious, serious upticks in gun crimes. There is a direct correlation between law-abiding people not being able to have a firearm on their person in public and those same law-abiding people being robbed, raped, and murdered by people with guns. You're a bigot. Of course I am. That's that's that, that's the argument. You see what I'm saying? Like, and, that, and that's the problem. Nowadays, with, you with can tell argument. that just by the color of my skin and that I grow facial hair and no head, no oh, scalp yeah, hair. You're, yeah. big, you're a bigot. You're a bigot. Um, it's pattern baldness. Yeah. There's no hairstyle that looks good with this kind of receding hairline. <laughs> that's why I shave it. That's why I think that's why most people shave their heads. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's my hairline's back here. If you can't tell. <laughs> It's like halfway through my head. I got this crap going on down the center, and then should, that should kept that. What? Yeah. The mohawk? The mohawk? No, that looks no. That's dumb. No, I don't like it. You should grow the sides, and gel it out. Shut up. I, yeah. <laughs> what was that clown name? <laughs> bozo. It was bozo. Yeah, I, I tell you, man, it's it's just <laughs> this is this is insane, man. Like. What about the guy that didn't hear that edict? Right. There's no idea about it. It's just carrying his gun because that's what he does every day. Because he's been been at the feed store. Right. (laughs) Right. He's not paying attention to any of his nonsense. He doesn't care about politics. He doesn't care about politics. He has a ranch outside of Albuquerque because his family's had that ranch for the past 150 years. What about that guy? Is he a criminal? You know what I mean? He is after that. 
it's a now like i said this has already been deemed unconstitutional it's no longer enforceable yeah, if any cop ever enforced it no idea I, i'm pretty sure they, they did the sheriff actually came out and addressed that and yeah. he was like oh, i'm not doing that so but um, that's not the only story mm. so that's new mexico michigan house bill 4474 so we were looking this up earlier i had never heard of it before and then i then i heard about it so people are jumping on the internet about this about um this is um free speech violation it violates people's first amendment rights um because apparently uh, here's the category that the bill is in this is in uh michigan this is on the michigan legislature website that's where i'm getting this information from the category it's in is in crime victims civil rights sex discrimination and harassment and sexual orientation discrimination <laughs> if you look this up on the internet uh, what people are saying about it is that it will criminalize um, using the wrong pronouns for people, uh, similar to what you've seen in um, Canada nowadays. Um, I don't know specifically where in Canada. It could be Vancouver. It could be BC. I don't know. But I've heard about it in Canada where people have been arrested for uh, misgendering somebody, which is ridiculous. Um, this bill has passed the House floor in Michigan. It has not passed the Senate in Michigan, and it has not gone to the governor's desk to be signed into law. So that is where this bill is at now, just to be clear about this. Um, now to look at the summary of that bill. Go to the internet. Hmm. So what you'll get on Google first thing that comes up house bill 4474 seeks to expand what constitutes as a hate crime in michigan as it relates to real or perceived identifying characteristics including race religion sex sexual orientation gender identity or expression and more the bill also outlines the punishments for such crimes now i'm not going to read the bill because it's probably ridiculously long and completely legalese i'm not going to subject anybody to that I might read it later, but there are conflicting things on the internet that I found already um, that says it criminalizes uh, misgendering people and that it criminalizes um, pretty much a lot of things yeah. that would come up in normal conversation, like calling somebody a female when that person looks like a female but she actually thinks she's a male but nobody can tell that because appearing female and that would be a criminal act to call her ma'am or she or lady or any kind of uh, a female pronoun hmm. so wrong speak wrong speak using the wrong words hmm. interesting but, and here's the thing. So you got the New Mexico thing with the governor doing that. And now you've got Michigan, Michigan's entire house. Well, not their entire house. They had 50, 59 yeas, 50 noes mm -hmm. um, for this bill, and one person refused to vote. So, I mean, it passed the House floor. Um, the thing that bothers me and the way I think is now you've got two different states, New Mexico and Michigan, two different types of bills that are clearly in violation of the constitution this is no matter what it purports it wants to do mm -hmm. it is a violation of the first amendment so you're going to restrict my right to say what i like what i want i mean 
they're trying to codify hate speech. You you can't codify hate speech is freedom well, of speech. You can say whatever you want. The KKK can come out here and say whatever the hell that whatever racist crap they come up with mm -hmm. with impunity because it's their right to the same way that BLM can say whatever crap they want to spew out because it's their right to mm -hmm. it, it's hate like even you saying like mm -hmm. the, you know white privilege crap or anything like that yeah it's it's freedom of speech i know you say it in jest but if somebody would say it in it with all seriousness it's their right to do so they can mm -hmm. say that and the thing is people are saying these things to other people so they're trying to codify how you talk to another citizen that what what these laws are supposed to do with the constitution the whole intention of it is is to protect the citizens from the government like you cannot be arrested by an employee of the government like a police officer mm -hmm. because of something you say now what another person can do to you is a completely different story a person can assault you for something you say that person will face charges because assault is illegal where free speech is not so you can't assault me just for something I say. I wonder if autism will save you from being arrested. If only I was autistic. Right. Because <laughs> it didn't save that girl in England. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. The autistic girl that called the cop a lesbian. Yep, and she got offended. Did she mm -hmm. just call her a lesbian or did she call her something? I think she yeah, called her a lesbian. lesbian. Yeah, 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 she called her a lesbian because she said she looked like her grandma. Because her, uh, her aunt, grandmother. Her aunt. Her aunt. Yeah, yeah. Her aunt. Her aunt is her a lesbian. Her aunt is a lesbian. Yeah. Just sports the same hairstyle. Mm -hmm. and she That's was, what she said. She yeah. was comparing her to her aunt. She wouldn't admit anything by it. Yeah. I shared it on a couple videos back. I think it's like number 17 or somewhere in there. Uh, it's a, I shared a video yeah. in, in... And she the, got yoinked out of that house yeah, by yeah. seven cops. Yeah. She's an autistic girl, like a sixteen-year-old autistic girl. Yep. Now you could, I, you could chalk that up as you know, it's it's, yeah, it's a UK. You know, they got different, mm -hmm. different ways of going about different things. ways of going about things. So, but, but the other point on this, um, so yeah, the the Constitution, the way it laws it is just protect you from the government, mm -hmm. not to protect you from what another person might say to you. Mm -hmm. That's ridiculous. Anybody, Dude. any group can say whatever they like. Just be offended. Yeah, it, just be offended. Nothing happens. Offended. I love that comedian too. Yeah, yeah he's an Nothing Australian happens. Dude. Nothing happens. You'll wake up the next day. You'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, so like, no, you know, well, his joke on stage is like, yeah. oh, you got chlamydia now. No, no, it, it, no, nothing happens. Nothing happens. But here's what I think about this, and this is this is where my head is at with it. This looks to me like, strategically speaking, it's somebody probing a defensive perimeter and seeing where the weaknesses are. Mm -hmm. That's what it looks like to me. So you got now two different states, two different um, body politics. So you got a house legislature and a governor making two very different laws on two very different amendments in the Constitution, the first and the second one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're seeing if they can actually be violated on the state level. They're they're just they're testing the waters, of course, to see what they can get away with. And that's what it looks like to me. Of course, that's exactly what it is. And uh, the thing is that, so you can look us up on different platforms. We're not just on YouTube. Um, no, not anymore. We had to branch uh, out. We had to branch out because YouTube uh, is a, although it's a great platform to express yourself and do things and have channels and they've done a lot of that's great huge. things for, yeah. for a lot of people. Um, they they self-censor uh, 
ad nauseum. I mean, it's just uh, it's which just, amazes me. It's it's insane because the FCC doesn't regulate what I'm saying right yeah. now. We're not on syndicated radio. We're not. We're, we're not. You see what I'm saying? We're not on the airwaves. We're not on some AM frequency. Nothing like that. Uh, the FCC has no nothing. They're not doing it. They don't have any jurisdiction. Well, what I'm saying. Um, the the only times where the federal government can actually bleed over to what I'm saying if if there are any actual threats done against the nation you know and stuff like that or the president or stuff like that then maybe they can they, they can take exception to that and actually investigate that but outside of that the federal government has no say in what we talk about and discuss on this channel but YouTube with through their community guidelines they have censored our, our, our uh, content in the past they have uh, taken down our videos they have demonetized all of them every single video is demonetized every single last one of them they have uh, 18 episodes this is number 19 they have all demonetized from the first couple seconds into that video just the topic alone demonetizes the video uh, we have no chance of making any kind of money with our content whatsoever and thank God that's not what this is about um, <clears throat> But they're making the normalization of self-censorship is uh, what I'm getting. And it's all being done through the proliferation of information. Uh, so I know I said a lot of big words there for in rapid fire. But what it's basically trying to do is trying to groom the population into being okay with some of this stuff. Yeah. And uh, which, is, uh, which is why... People wonder, and this question has been asked a lot of times, so will law enforcement enforce some of these things? My answer is yes, absolutely. Um, because it it's even though everybody took an oath to the Constitution to protect the Constitution of the United States, people will follow those orders mm -hmm. regardless. Yeah. Um, and I bring the example that I brought before uh, when we were well, talking. Some of them quit in protest. Well, yep. Some of them quit in protest. Absolutely, uh, but they'll just be unemployed. But those are not going to be the cops you hear about. They're not going to be the guys that that, that are going to save you because now they don't wear the badge. That's so right. why would they risk they, it for nothing? Well, yeah, they, they're they're done. So um, a lot of uh, a lot of agencies are going to going to put up these edicts and they're going to put up these uh, these things and police officers will enforce it because their bosses are telling them they will enforce it because it's on the books now yep. and it's an enforceable crime and that's how it's going to be uh, regardless of the ramifications because to the law enforcement officer on the ground it is not up to them to interpret the decisions of the right. uh, of um of the uh, legislative branch. Yeah. So, despite what anybody might think about law enforcement officers, law enforcement officers cannot choose cannot, what now, laws they will and will not enforce. Now, it's um, now a few people will stand, and, and I'm gonna tell you right now, if you tell me to take somebody to jail because that's not that's not happening. Yeah. Um, that's not happening. There's a well, few of us that we'll just we'll just die yeah, on our that, shield. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, we'll just fall. Well, you tell me, I have to make an arrest because this person called this person a, a she when it's a he, and mm -hmm. when they think it's a he. No, no, I'm not taking them to jail for that. And if you tell me you're taking them to jail, you're losing their jobs. Okay, well, here's the fine. job. Then I'm fine. Out. Keep it. You know, it's a, it's it's a thing. And but there uh, are enough law enforcement officers that won't. They won't jeopardize their job. They, they won't. They won't. They won't. But and some uh, can't because they got way too many. And that's that's the thing. It's uh, um, like for instance, um, a while back, and I told you this example before. A while back, we were doing an operation, uh, doing a, an arrest with a search warrant and all this other stuff. And one of my guys, I was the team leader at the time. One of my guys uh, from the SWAT team asked to see the warrant, and um, 
And it kind of took me aback because I I hadn't seen a warrant. I was like, man. I was like, and you guys have known me just by the way I've, I've talked in this channel. I'm a pretty staunch uh, proponent of, of, of defender of the Constitution and, and of people's rights. And I hate when people get abused and, and railroaded. And, and it don't matter whether you're what your background is. I don't care if you're a meth addict. I don't care if you're if you're a, a, a person of low means or a person of, of, of bad bad scruples. I don't care. I, I will not violate your rights. I, I refuse to. Because uh, if you do it to them, they do it to everybody else. You know, it's a, it's it's just a, a, a bad presence to to, uh, to establish. So, as a as as a self-proclaimed person that defends the people's rights, uh, I had I hadn't looked at that warrant not once. I hadn't even I had no idea if I'm about to follow an unlawful command. Mm -hmm. I, I had no clue. So, uh, I was like, you know what? That's a, that's a fantastic idea. We should have dis disseminated that in front of, front of everybody. So we checked down the warrant and came back and we read it. I was like, yeah, this is legit. What the causes mm -hmm. for this warrant are legit. And uh, yeah, the, this and even though stamped by the judge, stamped by the courts, we could still at that point deny, just refuse to take that mission. We can we can stay. It'll us. happen with or without you. We, yeah. It'll ha it'll happen without us, but it will not it will not be us. Right. Uh, so. And once it's stabbed by the judge, it's kind of right. a done deal. So, and of course, my job will go along the wayside as well, you know. But, but neither here or there, um, it caused uh, caused people to think. You know what I mean? And yeah. and a lot of this, a lot of these situations, you know. Every um, officer that's about to be involved in that, about to be involved in that, review. are we about to be involved in a violation of somebody's rights? The warrant. Yep. So, is this warrant? Even though a judge signed it, yeah, okay. But is this warrant predicated on? Good on 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 good freaking uh, mm -hmm. on good good investigation, you know, on good uh, good uh, standing, you know. Is this going to be a good warrant, or or is this some good old boy howdy doody stamp job? Because they've been known to happen. I haven't seen one like that. Uh, me personally, even even being in this county, so far so far the warrants that we've served here, the judges have, have done an outstanding job in scrubbing the heck out of those and and uh, making sure that they're lawful. So because they're uh, liable too, because they're liable as well. So, but there's always that possibility, and uh, people won't think outside the box. So, will law enforcement enforce this kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely, without a doubt, because they won't think about uh, mm -hmm. the you know moves. Beyond that, you and know, and that's the thing about law enforcement and um, the moniker of a paramilitary organization. So yeah. that, and that's where people get confused, especially law enforcement officers, like those of us who have been in the military mm -hmm. and know the the clear difference between a soldier and a police officer. Mm -hmm. It's not that hard to see, but for somebody who doesn't have that experience or isn't open minded to gain uh, the knowledge from people who have that experience, which I've met. A few of them, right, right. Um, it can be pretty confusing because mm -hmm. all law enforcement agencies are paramilitary organizations. That is because of their rank structure and the way they are set up. They have a command structure. They have a chain of command. Mm -hmm. They have sergeants and lieutenants and captains and commanders and all this other crap. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they get that from the military. That's why they're called a paramilitary organization. Now, are they military at all? No, not even a little bit. They are civilian law enforcement officers, but that kind of military idea goes to people's heads and they seem to think that you're there to follow orders you are not there to follow orders mm -mm. you are there to enforce the law you are there to achieve objectives and 
if you get a order that you either feel is unlawful or you know is unlawful, if you know it's unlawful, you're not obligated to follow it and you're actually required to report it. Uh, if you get one that you feel might be unlawful, you need to get that, that order clarified before you follow that order because it's your ass too. Right. So with that said, and uh, and the Michigan thing covered, um, then what the hell happened at Eagle Pass with the Border Patrol cutting that fence and letting all Oh, you saw that too? It. I was about to say something about that. Yeah, like, so... Well, Elon Musk recently went to the border and mm-hmm. had a lot to say about it. I'm not going to repeat it. You can go on Elon Musk's Twitter. It's the biggest Twitter following on Twitter. So, But yeah, he went down to the border and he's not... He's saying a lot about it. But yeah, I just saw a video like within while we were talking scrolling through Twitter a little bit and uh yeah it's it's actually right here. <laughs> this Yeah, this what you're talking about? Right. Right. Yeah, so right. It, from what so, the caption on it says, those are border patrol agents in multicam uniforms um cutting Constantina wire that from what I understand was placed there by Texas military and DPS to prevent exactly what's happening and more migrants crossing the border. Yeah, that's Constantina wire, razor wire. Uh-huh. And they just cut it and let these people through. But that's the caption that's on this. Do I know who those uniformed folks are? Nope, they don't seem to be carrying any weapons, which I figured they would be if they were Border Patrol. I don't see any patches. No, they don't want to put any... Oh, there's a patch. Wait a minute. That guy's not Border Patrol, that's National Guard. Hang on. I'm about to watch this frame by frame now. Yeah, that's, that's Texas National Guard. At least that one guy is, but he's wearing a face covering too. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of uh So the only unit patch I can see in that is the um I think it's is it twenty fifth infantry? I don't know, it's all It's the arrowhead pointing down with a T in it. That's the Texas National Guard, man. Yeah, but it's a specific infantry unit. Thirty-sixth infantry. Yeah, he's wearing the patch of the thirty-sixth infantry, which is the Texas National Guard. That's the only patch I can see there that I can identify. I can't see anything else. But they had to remend the wire after they let it open. So that's the thing. Were these people detained after this, or oh, there's a reader's context. These migrants are already in the U.S. No, they're not. They're in the they're in the Rio Grande. U.S. Customs and Border Protection is cutting through wire placed by Texas Department of Public Safety in order to take them into custody. I don't know if that actually happened because you don't see them going into custody. You do see quite a few officials there, though. Well, at least a few uniformed pr- people. So when they become border patrol officers, they raise their right hand. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, I state their name, do solemnly swear or affirm, to support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, and that I will take this obligation freely and without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter. So help me God. Same oath a soldier takes. Yeah. Why are they cutting the border? Well, if it's true, like it's a, <laughs> that's the thing. It, a video it, on the internet is a video on the internet. If it's true that they they cut that wire to now, take were them they, into custody, were they saving a life? Were they, you know, but from from what I'm gathering, they just cut it open because they were told to cut it open and let all those immigrants in because they had some bulge of immigrants and let in freaking thousands of people in. And it's it's not not just the ones that were pictured on right. there. It was a whole freaking truckload of them. And um, there's a there's a I know there's a fine line between. Um, it's hard to to just sit there and man your border station and watch people die. Mm-hmm. That'd be hard for anybody. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, these are personal decisions that people are making to come across. It's um, Eagle Pass got inundated, and and the breach was done by Border Patrol. So. We we have a we have a huge problem with this. I have a huge problem with this. Oh, Jamal Moman just released a statement. Just now. He said, "Yeah, he said it was an accident." What he was leaning on it. What, what, I want to personally clear up confusion surrounding today's events. Today, as I was rushing to make a vote, I came to a door that is usually open for votes, but. Today would not open. I am embarrassed to admit that I activated the fire alarm mistakenly thinking it would open the door. I regret this and sincerely apologize for any confusion this caused. I want to be very clear this was not me in any way trying to delay any vote. It was the exact opposite. I was trying urgently to get to a vote, which I ultimately did and joined my colleagues in a bipartisan effort to keep our government open. I also met after the vote with the sergeant at arms and the Capitol Police at their request and explain what had happened. My hope is that no one will make more of this than it is. I am working hard every day, including today, to do my job, to do it well, and deliver for my constituents. That's from Jamal Bowman on his Twitter. Okay, so he voted. He voted. How did he vote? Well, they, you know what they, I mean? They, they like, they we'll see if he did your job. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it, we'll, we'll take a look and see if he did your job. You know, because, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Them things are labeled, man. Don't. He's saying it was an accident. Now there's all sorts of stuff coming out and. Whatever, whatever. I. Whatever. I need yeah. video. I need more evidence to make a, a final de- determination on that. But it's still pretty pretty shitty. Jeez. I don't know. Yeah. That's. It's ridiculous. I mean, his his state of New York uh, was basically they they declared themselves a sanctuary state until it was uh, 
time to be a sanctuary. And you started trucking out migrants up to New York. And, and then the state of Texas started punching up these uh, these immigrants up there, and uh, now they don't want to. They don't want to be. They don't want to be uh, a sanctuary no more. All of a sudden, the border's an issue. They only had like what was it like eleven hundred immigrants come over to New York, something like that. I. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. It wasn't even two thousand people. So you got me. I have no idea. But whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Immigrants are causing issues everywhere. Um, you can't get a hotel in freaking Manhattan to save your life. So, but I wouldn't go up to that damn state for the life of me if I if I could help it. Uh, over here, San Diego declares a crisis after 3,500 immigrants arrived this week in you know in one week with no plan. So, yeah, uh, it's not it's not just that, but we are definitely uh, seeing California gets a bunch of migrants. Too. I mean, it's it, it, we're seeing freaking. Uh, military-age males of all different nationalities, ethnicities, and and uh, coming from South Sudan, coming from all over, coming mm. from all over Africa, from India, coming from everywhere. That's the thing. From what I understand, what's crossing the border isn't just Mexicans mm-hmm. or oh, no, people no. from Central America. Oh, no, They're no, no. from every they country from on every the planet. Every country on the planet. So it's. Um, I mean, I said this about ten years ago. What better way to move? When, you, when you're trying to establish ground, a ground offensive in a country that's damn near impenetrable mm-hmm. through air or sea, what's the what would be the best way to move a battalion of infantry? In civilian clothing. Uh huh. Yeah, that was actually that's an old tactic. It is. It's they the, made a whole movie based on that. Yeah, Troy. That's <laughs> a Trojan horse tactic. I mean, Red minus Dawn. the gift, but you know, it's not Red a gift. Dawn. Red Dawn, yeah. yeah. But yeah, but they. I mean, it's, it's uh, exactly how they did it in Red no, Dawn. I mean, it's this is uh, this is bonkers, man. This is bonkers. I don't. I, this stuff is. Uh, oh, and did you see the the guy that Kyle Rittenhouse shot? Got ran over by a car. I heard something about it, but I haven't seen anything on it. Yeah, and the guy fled the scene as a black guy. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hilarious. Oh, wasn't it a, a BLM rally or something yeah. like that? I don't know. Well, he was crossing the street. The video just shows him crossing a crosswalk, and then right. some dude just freaking uh, jumps the gun and crossed and turns left onto him. But. Hmm. Then what else you got? We got that, uh... The Michigan... Uh, well, the, the the probe and the legal uh, defenses is actually most of what I had. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Congress voting to stop the shutdown and the most recent thing about Jamal pulling a fire alarm. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... Yeah, that's most of what I have. Of course, we got the strikes that are also happening, too. The UAW strike. UAW. Auto workers. Oh, they're striking? Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. What are they What are they complaining about? I'll tell you in a second. The UAW strike. UAW. Against GM and Ford. The auto workers union... 
The United Auto Workers Union expansion of a strike against General Motors and Ford, saying sufficient progress has not been made in the talks. The union is now ramping up its strike against Stellantis, which is which is another company there. Um, which the union says has made significant progress in negotiations. UAW president at the time uh, Ford leadership said in a press conference they're working towards a deal with the UAW against the, com uh, the company said the financial impact of the strike has been significant. Believes there's still time to avoid more pain. The strike is 15 days. Shows no signs of ending. President Joe Biden and former President Donald Trump met with auto workers union members this week in Detroit. It's like Ford's shift towards electric is not going to cost, cost jobs, Chief Executive Jim Farley says. This is, another, this is based on the Green Deal bullshit. Mm. Um, live stream negotiations update on Friday. Ford's upcoming EV battery factories have been a source of particular friction with workers. Also, there have been a broad concerns that electric vehicles, which have fewer parts to assemble than gasoline engine vehicles, require fewer workers. Uh, Farley insisted that there will be more jobs, not fewer, for Ford in the future. None of our workers today are going to lose their jobs due to our battery plants. This contract period and beyond contract, he said. In fact, foreseeable future, we'll have to hire more workers and some workers to retire in order to keep up with the demand. So it's this shift towards EV. So California put out this edict uh, basically by 2033 or something like that. There'll be no internal combustion engines. Uh, they've already started pushing that towards lawn care. Um, yeah. Electric yeah. lawnmowers? Yes, sir. So they're trying to do away with all combustion engines. All combustion All internal combustion engines are going to be outlawed in California by 2033 or 2035. I'm not exactly sure. But the automotive industry is being impacted heavily now because yeah, no the shift towards EV is becoming uh, troublesome. Um, That's the thing about that. So they're, they're trying to move their crap too fast. The infrastructure just isn't there. It's just not there. So the thing is that you can show, this, you can show these people square in the face that that it's just not there. Yeah. But they'll do it anyways. It's the fucking most insane shit ever. Look, I'm not against EVs, man. No, I think they're I great. I don't care. Thing. I think they're super cool. Yeah. I, I think driving your laptop is awesome. <laughs> it's it's awesome. You're you're inside your PC and you're driving it. It's pretty freaking neat. Yeah. I I, I think that's freaking neat. The thing is that they, I, 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 from a person that I looked at shopping for, I was shopping for cars uh, recently. And I'm looking at looking at uh, at um, of course I looked at EV because why wouldn't I right? It's the latest thing in the freaking the hottest thing in the market. You know, there's tons of freaking Teslas out there that are used now. You know, they're in really good condition. So I'm look I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking and I'm like man, um, I can't I can't I can't drive to San to San Antonio without stopping in Austin first. I can't. Right. There yeah. ain't no way. There, there ain't no way I can drive to Ohio to visit in-laws yeah. in an EV. And it creates, well, it creates the battery competition. So who's going to have the longer-lasting battery? Right now, Tesla wins on every market, can win on. But there are, like, I think Toyota is coming out with a, a new type of battery that's supposed to get, like, twice the range or something like that. Yo, Energizer, you're wasting your time. This... Y'all should have been ahead of the curve on this. You've had that bunny running laps mm. for a hot minute now. Duracell's been doing the same thing. Come on, y'all should have been. I think the only like uh, the only true, still the only true battery chemical uh, chemical makeup is still lithium. 
Yeah, ain't nothing alkaline no more. I mean, I may be misspeaking. I don't know. Don't call me. Yeah, yeah, battery I, I, I don't know anything. I don't know. Well, I know very basic I just stuff. buy a lot of car batteries because I drive a really crappy car. <laughs> so, but... um. The only reason I know batteries have lithium in them is because it's a precursor for meth production. That's yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, also, the, I mean, it's a, it, it's a, it's a thing. So the the UAW strike has been going on for a hot minute now, and um, Ford and none of these other people have made any headway. No, nothing significant, really. Hmm. And uh, that's been that's been going for for a minute now. Let's see what else we got. But so I know at one point we talked about the uh, the writers' strike and the the actors' strike. And I don't know. Is that still going on? I stopped caring. So right, it's like I really don't give a shit what they want. As long as uh, there's always going to be somebody out there that'll write stuff for Hollywood. As long as uh, as Angel Studios keep doing their thing, I, mean, I don't uh, think it's affected them at all. Uh, that's that's about the only. Then again, they're not really in league with Hollywood, so. Yeah, that that that's about the only. Uh, and of course, um, um, the impeachment hearings have begun. Oh, have they? Into the Joe Biden, Biden yeah. yeah. Biden impeachment hearings. And then, of course, you know, uh, stupid-ass uh, Hunter Biden um, suing Rudy Giuliani for, I guess, a Data Privacy Act violation. For his laptop. For his laptop, yeah. His abandoned laptop after so many it years. It was abandoned, yeah. Yeah. For gaining access to that and exposing the horrors Contained within, yeah, to the world. You mean the evidence? Yeah, yeah, the evidence, the evidence that uh, that apparently Representative freaking uh, Crockett keeps thinking doesn't exist. So she uh, went off it's on a, a five-minute tirade is, talking about the only evidence, the only thing Biden has done wrong is loving his child. That is such a crockish. I understand that. Bro, a parent look, loving their kid, but completely, completely blocking everything look, from their kid. I mean, look, it's on, it's it's, it's public information. Yeah, this isn't like, this isn't like, uh, like mincing meat over what Trump may or may have not done, where you couldn't really find stuff online that well, and everything was just opinion based, and uh, there wasn't a whole lot of hard facts. Um, with the impeachments, anything that you can really sink your teeth in, uh, which is why he wasn't uh, convicted of anything. Yeah, you know, he wasn't. He wasn't. The, all those impeachments led to nothing. It's just aggravation. So, in the Biden case, it's all on YouTube. Yeah, all on YouTube. He withheld defend funds that were promised in an agreement. From president to president, he was he threatened to withhold funds. Those funds that were done in a in a trade deal, yeah, a different already approved, by Congress. already approved by Congress, he threatened to withhold those funds if a particular person was not fired. 
was fired. And he was fired. No, hold funds unless he was fired. Yeah, if he was not fired. That's what I said. We said the same thing. Opposite. If he threatened if you don't get to rid of that attorney, yeah, he threatened to withhold those funds if yeah. he wasn't fired, like if he was yeah. not fired. So he, he, they fired the guy, and of course the yeah, funds anyway. went through. Um, and then he admitted to that. That's called quid pro quo, and it's and that, that's the thing we didn't know about that until Joe actually said it in front of the camera. Yeah, we we yeah we. And what do you know? The son of a bitch was fired. What? And then people looked into it. It's like, yeah, no shit. This guy was fired and like, then, right after Joe Biden's meeting. And he just told the world what he said and then to they the Ukrainian tried, government. They tried, they tried to charge, they basically tried to charge Donald Trump for that crime. Because mm-hmm. the impeachment was based off a of quid pro quo. I was like, wait a freaking minute here. Yep. He ain't the one that's doing the quid pro quo. It's the other guy. He asked about that quid pro quo yeah. on a phone call. He didn't do quid pro quo. He asked about the quid pro quo. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, this is this is uh, it's, it, it's it's insane clown world. I, I, no other way to put it, man. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what to think. The way these people are freaking freaking behave. But but yeah, but that representative had like a five minute tirade. I won't even. I don't even replay it. Normally, I put the video on here, but it's so much nonsense. I don't, even, I don't even want to hear her voice no more. I've heard it like four or five times. I don't even want to hear it. It's it's insane. Just her. Boy. I think I remember like skimming over that. Ugh. Just starting to hear her say, "Oh, he just loves his child." No, yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it's. It just amazes me how how lockstep these folks get. About obvious crimes, obvious things, mm-hmm. just like because it affects somebody in their party, really the leader of their party, who's the president of the United States, it affects them. So everybody, everybody's got to like you know link arms and make sure the president can get away with whatever the hell he's doing and his kid. Yeah, and another thing, it's a what? Why can't he be held accountable? Why can't Hunter be held accountable? Because the only reason is because he's the president's son. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, nobody's above the law. Bullshit. There are plenty of people who are above the law. Plenty of them. Most of them live in D.C. <laughs> yeah, this is bananas. But, I think I got nothing else, bro. Yeah, well, we got Russell Brand. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, he's been accused of... Was he accused of like actual sexual assault or rape? Or was he just accused of inappropriate relationships? He ain't accused of nothing. It's just some uh, some media, some newspaper freaking people... So there crazy. are no law enforcement agencies no. saying he's about to be no, charged. No, he's going to get investigated by law enforcement. They're not quite there yet. Huh? Yeah, this is all just. Uh, uh, it may be. I mean, maybe true, maybe not. But uh, YouTube took off his. Uh, you know, completely uh, demonetized them. And another thing that happens with demonetization is that they still run ads on your show. 
you know, they just don't give you the money. Mm-hmm. That's right. They still run ads on it. They just, yeah, they just it, it completely uh, take you out of the equation for that. So, in order for for us to get around it, you know, so we uh, we're on Rumble. We're on Rumble. Same name to our to our podcast. Same name. Same everything. Um, we're um, we push. We we're uh, on Instagram. We're um, we're on uh, on X. We're on uh, just about everything but TikTok. We don't do TikTok. No. I'm not. I'm not gonna do TikTok. I don't. Um, but we're we're on pretty much every major social media platform except for for TikTok. So we're on we're on YouTube. Uh, I mean, we've, clearly, but we're also on Facebook and. Uh, um, we're soon to be punched out. I'm about to push out some uh, some feeds to uh, Spotify and iTunes, so stay tuned for that. I'll I'll give you guys some updates on that, um, and then um, and yeah, um, the next uh, the next step is uh, uh, getting on Patreon and doing that as well. And um, but uh, but little bit little baby steps. You know, our channel's so small, we're still growing. Um, there's a lot of uh, I don't want to put the the cart in front of the horse on this one, but um, we're definitely uh, trying to do the best we can. Try to get you guys to uh, mainly try to get you guys to do research and think think for yourselves and actually research some of these things. Uh, we'll we'll give you the highlights of the stuff and and um, you know you guys can really jump into the weeds on that. Um, and really, really dig into that because there's a there's a lot going on, and the media isn't really telling you everything. Um, you know, the thing with Russell Brand is uh, it's it's such a such a crazy crazy situation. We could do OnlyFans. We could do OnlyFans. Let us know if you want us to do an OnlyFans. I'm pretty sure just you and me are a separate category on that damn thing. Maybe. Oh no, that's Pornhub. Uh, yeah, Why did yeah. your head go that? Yeah, that's Pornhub. My bad. Is that not what OnlyFans <laughs> is for? <laughs> That'd be pretty stupid. We just put an OnlyFans. It's just a podcast. It's two fat guys talking. That's actually what OnlyFans <laughs> was supposed to be for. It's just everybody turned it into porn. <laughs> Seriously, OnlyFans is supposed to be like actors and producers and everything getting on there and talking to their fans and putting out content for their fans. But everybody turned it into a porn site. So. Oh. That's freaking hilarious, man. <laughs> that's serious. Yeah. That's oh. what OnlyFans is supposed to be for. <laughs> I've never been to OnlyFans. Oh, you got like 50 people. <laughs> All right, if we do an OnlyFans, we'll have to do it with no shirts on at least. I'm not doing that. You can just rip it off of YouTube and put the same stuff on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, no, that's insane. But, um,. But yeah, so don't forget when you guys uh, watch the video, hit the like button, hit the subscribe. Uh, if you guys like our content, we're gonna keep pushing these videos out. Uh, uh, watch out for our shorts throughout the week, and uh, follow us on Instagram and uh, <laughs> Facebook and X. And look for us on uh, OnlyFans. Yeah, it, don't. We're not on OnlyFans. We are not there. We might. We might be on OnlyFans. You know what? I'm, I may actually. I may actually <laughs> cave into that. <laughs> I may actually cave into that, but 
Sign up for it right now. No, oh, no. God damn it. All right. <laughs> in any case, just uh, follow us. Give us a like. You know, uh, it does help with the algorithm. See, look, their homepage so, has like people working out and like playing the violin and shit. There's we a don't bunch do of we don't do either there. of those. No, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't have boobs. Well, not D well, cups. Well, 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 speak for yourself, my friend. <laughs> But um, I think I'm pushing a B. Tough. I don't know. I think Kevin says I got a C cup. But she has A cups though. The hell with him. He's British. Eh. What does he know? It's a different sizing system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, your, it's European. Makes me feel better. <laughs> anyway, I've never been to OnlyFans before, for real. Oh my god. This guy. I tell you. I, this looks like an interesting website. Right. Yeah. Right. So just look look us look us up on the other ones, um, Rumble, YouTube, and whatnot. Uh, we as soon as we go, we don't have merch yet. OnlyFans does. We we will have merch. Though. We could wear OnlyFans merch. <sighs> we could wear only. Uh, <laughs> that's how I got into law enforcement too. It's like, oh man, let's be cops. Okay. Oh my God! You should That's be how that. I went to SWAT school. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you almost killed you. <laughs> I lived though. <laughs> oh, I tested your manhood with the damn body armor. I was like, yeah. "You're gonna take the plates off that one day." All right, that's it for our show. Yeah, yeah. I said, like, "Be, be a man. Keep the plates on." Yeah. Everybody took their plates off. Yeah, except for, some <laughs> except for me and, and this dude. And I'm wearing steel plates. We were wearing heavy ass things. Oh my god, that was horrible. Oh, I mean, what was that? Like 300 meter low crawl, something like that. Something like that. It was, <laughs> it was pretty good distance. It was a, it was a long ways. Oh, shoot. Well, I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Keep an eye out for the shorts. Like I said, follow us on YouTube, Facebook, all the social medias. Only uh, oh, yeah. God damn it. Uh, at EastCast. Uh, <laughs> so that's all we got for this week. So check us out. Take care. Have fun. And uh, research all this stuff. It's a lot going on. Keep your heads up. It's not the end of it. Far from it. All right. Deuce.